Welcome back to Ball Watching. This is a St. Louis City SC podcast, and I am Jake, joined by co-host extraordinaire, the one, the only, Justin Graham on my right. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day and a fantastic Monday after what was a pretty positive Sunday, I would say. Justin, how did you feel about your Sunday? Sunday was great. I mean, it was. It is so hot outside, Jake. But I mean, I mean, City did not help that. They just made it hotter. That stadium was absolutely rocking last night. It was. It was. I know you had a full day. I mean, you were at Bush Stadium as well yesterday, so you got the feel. How would you compare the two the two atmospheres, Justin? Um, that place is dead. The Cardinals are dead. Everybody inside it's dead. I was dead there. But yeah, it was not good. I just played in a charity tournament today for golf, and even the atmosphere there was better than Bush Stadium. Something needs to happen with the birds. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Well, City Park, like you said, yeah, was rocking last night. A 6-3 win over Austin on the home leg of our two-leg season series. We obviously won against them in Austin. And February 25th it was now. Justin and I were both there. 3-2. That was a really exciting game. And then last night, 6-3. So we put nine goals past Austin uh, this, this season, which is nuts considering we have 49 goals and a lot of teams would kill for nine goals so uh enough rambling i do want to get us started on the show today this is a recap uh that we are going to talk all about the austin game that happened um you know last night sunday uh at city park so justin let's just get it started initial reactions one word summaries if you had to describe the night i'm gonna have to have you go first man i honestly do not have one at this point what do you i i have a very easy one I thought about this. I was just going to say hot, and I was like, eh, because yeah, that's boring. It was scalding. The outside temperature, the guys on the field. Yeah, I'm just taking a synonym running yeah. through it really deep here with my words, but scalding. Yeah. The guys on the field, I mean, there was sweat everywhere. I mean, just on the field and off field. Me, I was absolutely drenched when I got home. Had to shower. It was Can confirm. Can confirm. Yes, yes. What do you got? Well, let's keep it. So I have scorching in the title here, but I'm not picking scorching. I'm going to go Austin leaving that game was ablaze. They were just absolutely lit up. I mean, defensively just shown the door by this offense. It was a heck of a night for us. And one that, I mean, you pick fire, any sort of decimation, destruction, uh, I mean, whatever you want to pick, you can assign that that term to Austin because they left home with oh, tail between yeah. legs. You said you didn't have a word, and you just rattled off like seven. Yeah, well, I wanted to pick the best one though. You know, a blaze is my official my so, official selection yeah. for this one. Right. So highlights. Let's talk about it, man. There was plenty last night. We'll start in the first half. Uh, bottom line, actually, just general. I thought the fans looked pretty good last night. For I mean, all things considered, Sunday night, late night kickoff, it was hot as balls outside oh my god and i mean school also started on monday but everything's at work it's just a tough ask but i think city park showed out pretty well i was expecting worse not gonna lie uh city park showed out everybody showed out i mean the pitch was one and one out again and that was two hours before this time i mean they killed it as well as they always do but those frozen iris coffees were needed i feel like mm-hmm. i took one right outside and it, it almost evaporated it just turned yeah. to mush and i just had to chug it but I try to do that uh, responsibly. So, uh, one of our first highlights, one of the first highlights, Jake, is Berkey. Uh, safe hands, two literally two minutes in. The man, I thought Berkey played very well last night. Um, when we're looking at the stats as well, they had nine shots on goal. And so he saved six of those. And a lot of those were not easy. Now, I also thought that he did very well with his feet. But we started off there in the second minute. 
um, Alm also getting us a couple corner kicks in the ninth minute. And then the 21st, it already started raining down on the boys. Our first goal, Tim Parker heads it home after a uh, free kick. It started his run from way back and just got up and won it. It reminded me immediately of his first goal uh, down in Austin, our first ever goal. Yeah, it does. It does. And I, I, I brought it in here later, but a cool little story coming on that piece. Uh, so uh, there was a couple moments there too, I think in the first half of some, some nervy kind of giveaways, I felt like Blum kind of sticks out to me. We're going to get into low lights there, but um, I did like, you still that mentality he has, you know, he does give a, a bad one away, but then recovers quickly, jumps back on it, leads to us going back down the field on a counter. Um, Berkey, more highlights. I mean, on a corner kick, he punched a ball like 35 yards which was insane. You don't see much of that from him. Leuven hitting that laser beam from so, so deep, man. But the knuckleball, I mean, Stuver couldn't spot that one coming from a mile away, man. It was crazy. That thing was moving. And that's we've talked about it all season long. He will score one of those because that one should have went in. That was And Stuver basically, like, if you watch the replay, Stuver was, like, on his knees. Like, and then the ball was yeah, going high. Right. Like, he had no clue what to do. He's like, yeah, I just, just get up there and do it. But – um I'll say another one. So then our our second goal in the first half, cashing the over one and a half, which is free money at home. We will always score two goals at home. Nico with a finish um, after a ball through to Leuven. That was after a little bit of a press from Hebert and Straub. Takes the ball from Austin. Leuven springs through Nico <clears throat> in a beautifully shaped ball up to him. Um, and then he doesn't have to do much from there and just knocks one in uh, off, the, off the post. So I love seeing that out of Nico. He could have dropped it back if I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah. I like that he actually just took it and finished it himself. Yeah, it was actually, I thought he had a decent amount to do. I mean, it was a great ball from Leuven, but I think taking his man on one-on-one, having the composure to slot that away, um, that was huge. And and note the timing too, Justin. We talked about it during the preview. Scoring in and around halftime on both sides was a weakness of Austin's. And we absolutely took it to him last night in that sense. Getting that, that pre-halftime goal is a dagger to the losing team at that point. It's like, you got to keep it composed, get into halftime 1-0 down, then turn it around in the second half. They did not give themselves as much a chance there because of that late goal, but congrats to Nico. Very composed finish with some authority too, off the post, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that was not his last, obviously. So we get to the second half, a little more even in the second half, I would say, but you you did see the emergence of Aziel Jackson, who had kind of been quiet most of the first half. Uh, the the offense started to tick and just run right through him. Uh, there was some great combination between Leuven and, and Joaquini that that sprung Az in for a chance. Did not make a lot of it, but later on, the 49th minute, City goal number three of the night comes, and it's uh, Aziel Jackson doing some great combination with Alm, who I also thought had a pretty decent night. I feel like. He's a little streaky right now, but when he when he's on, I feel like his quality is great. His combination play is always great. Um, and Alm took the ball down the field after AZ slotted him in and then squared it up across to Nico, who had his shot miraculously saved by Stuver off the line. Got like the basket scoop to keep this one out. And he does get the first one to follow up on the rebound, though, and just pumps that one in. So we got 3-0. Things are looking absolutely fire we were going nuts Justin. the stands were were just eating us i was i was so happy uh, this was we talked about it. i was kind of nervous going into this game one being a late night on a sunday how hot it was the boys have been off for three weeks like no they looked refreshed they still had the exact same chemistry i would say even more so now and seeing that with those guys saw the nico celebration too like he's always shouting out to klaus like these guys are cool. an incredible incredible group of guys that i love seeing that like they just love having fun and playing soccer together, which is going to be something 
very important when we go down the road and we start to get into playoffs and if we go down a goal or things like that. So getting back to it real quick, Berkey in the 54th had another great save, point blank, 1v1. And 58th, he also had another great save on a long, uh, long-range long effort there, parried it over the bar. And then in the 72nd minute, we had our fourth goal. Big Sam, I'm going to bring this comment in here. Uh, we have Somersito said, Sam or Dinaran should play every minute. <laughs> I, I, he looked great last night, and it was something that now we don't need to be like, oh, is it Klaus, is it Nico, is it Sam? We know that they can play together, which is great. But he has just a ton to do after getting in, getting in behind, gets inside, pulls the outside of the boot in the upper 90. Oh, I, I put it on the story. It's like it, that wasn't Sam. That was messy out there, just a different form. It was insane. It And I put it here too. It's an homage to our our fallen Conrad Klaus. I mean, it was almost the same type of finish compared to Klaus's goal in Austin, uh, which was our winner. I think the the third goal in that night. And it was the outside of the boot, same thing, but the the pace and height that Adenaran put on it, so much more swaggy. Um, So congrats to him. Heck of a finish. I also see here another comment from Somersito, Justin, around, even though it was 6-3, it still felt like a blowout. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. 3-0, 3-0, I would say, is a blowout. So I'm going to take the goal differential there and, and kind of write it off to that. But also, like, dude, if you get five goals put past you, it could be 5-4, it's still a blowout. Like, that's that's a blowout. It was weird to me. I'd Like, waking up, I was like, did they actually score three goals? Because I didn't care. Because they would score and we would just go right back at it. And I think that all of our goals, it just I was so excited to have all the guys back. So what? They had, in the, they scored in the 61st, I don't want to get into it, but 61st, yeah. 87th, 90, 90th plus one. We need to clean that up. We'll talk yep. about all that later. But like, it didn't feel like they even had those goals. Those were like trash time goals to me. I would agree. I would agree. So saw some good stuff. Uh, we saw some subs come in, some debuts. Uh, you saw uh, Thorson and Celio both come in, um, you know, start and rip it up. Obviously, Celio comes in and just has an impact right away. Uh, but we got our, our fourth, fifth goal in the 89th minute through none other than Tomas Ostra. Um, I, I had high, high hopes preseason for this guy and I still have some good hopes for him, uh, but it's just been an up and down season. I feel like for him and he came on and he got really like one minute into the game, into his appearance, gets in behind. He recycles the ball, finds a spot kind of in the half space. So not on the very far left, but not in the very middle of the field. They're kind of like at the tip of the 18 box and um, Leuven finds him on a little cut pass through and he cut, he kind of gets it out from under his feet and just curls a beautiful finish into the far corner. I mean, he looked like he's been doing that for years. It looked very natural and like, man, if you could get, some level of that consistency from him, you've got to think that he would be a big player for us. That was the biggest thing for me, Jake, is having him see one go th- go into the back of the net, I think could really turn things around for him. I agree with you. I think we had a lot of high hopes for him going into the season. He's not playing awful. It's just not no. as high as what we expected. And, and now he kind of has to, dude. Now that we're like Celio's coming sure. on hot, you got Thorson. I mean, Sam is working. He's like, how am I not going to be in the starting lineup yeah. when Klaus comes back? So it's a good problem to have right now. And then the last one you have here, I love your note on it too. The 90th plus five goal. Sam is messy. Puts an emphatic nail in Austin's coffin. Intercepting a long throw. Puts it in the upper corner. Don't know what the goal, what Stuber or whatever his name was, was doing with that long yeah. throw. Sam just cleaned that up. And then your little sub bullet here. Yeah, give yourself a shout out, Jake. Final play of the game. Cast Jake's second half money line bet. Dude, what a clutch play. Like, what was Stuver doing throwing the ball in the 95th minute of six minutes of stoppage time, I believe it was? Yeah. You boot that thing up there, man. Big Sam is coming for you. He, I mean, he took that off the chest, and 
he hit that ball so hard too. Like just gave it an absolute rip. Like it was, it was the nail in the coffin. It, it was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And it was what four goals in the second half for us to their three. Like what a half of soccer for a casual fan, especially that was scintillating. Shout out to Kevin Burke. Did you know that the game was two to nothing at halftime? There were seven, yeah. seven second half goals. Yeah. That's crazy. absurd. That's yeah. absolutely insane. We, we knew that we were hammering the over two and a half in the game, but seven alone in the second half. Ridiculous. No, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. What went on last night. And I want to say before we get into low lights, another tale on XG, just let me talk about it. For this the context, is so for, uh, let me just explain it. Let's, let's, let's keep it objective here. So expected goals. So really just looking at here, what would, you know, a model that predicts the quality of goal scoring uh, chances, what would that assign to your opportunity? So last night, if you look at the aggregate, Austin had 3.54 expected goals. So all things considered, you know, if you sim this game on FIFA, they should have ended up with 3.64 goals, you know, so between or 3.54. So between three and four. And then for us, it was only 1.51. Uh, and you look at that and you're like, what on earth was I watching the same thing? And it is, I can see like kind of confusing, but the deal is, is that the story for me is not so much to focus in the numbers as much as we finished some very, very difficult opportunities last night. And that paid off for us. Whereas they didn't or Berkey saved them. Like that was the difference on the night. And us from the 60th minute onward was unacceptable defensively like so so bad to concede three goals in that nature and then the last two especially how they i know they're kind of fluky and we'll get to that but like that is a weak point we've been talking about it for 12 weeks now and it's not been fixed so i want to talk a little bit more later about how we think they can fix this but I, I xg kind of pivoted into like my, my frustration that leads us into low lights but any other thoughts just on the stats because it was an interesting picture to look at last night no, we kind of a lot of back and forth on these stats, which is fine. I think that we, we talk about this all the time. We play a different style of soccer. We don't have to be leading in the stats. We only had 44% possession, which seemed higher than I actually thought. Uh, 15 shots to their 17 total um, with us having 10 on goal with them having nine. So it's pretty even in that sense. I'm not even talking about XG, Jake. Well, I can't wait to talk with you Nate about this on Friday. This is just the XG just needs to stop. Get these data minor people out of there. Yep. Uh, low lights. You got anything else? You want to go with low lights? I do. Yeah, I do. Um, so low lights, uh, Blum was really off last night to me. I don't know what it was. If it was the heat, if maybe he's nursing some sort of injury or I'm not sure, or maybe just wasn't his night, which is, you know, fine too. But that was not a good performance. Tons of giveaways. It really just felt like he was trying to force the tougher pass when he could have just played simple and just be himself, which is more than enough for us. Um, I also thought, the officiating last night was really not 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 good either. Uh, the the penalty I haven't seen too many replays of. I, I heard that was controversial when we were in the stadium. It just felt like there were clear fouls on, on, on both sides sometimes that were just getting missed. So I'm not like bitter as a city fan as much as like I, I'm not a ref, but I can tell you when a ref's doing a decent job. And I feel like last night was not an example of that. And I usually I would say as well. Well, there were there were fouls on both sides, but it was weird to me where he was calling fouls that we didn't think should be fouls, and then just missing blatant obvious ones. And I mean, there was no one that left there. It was like, wow, that guy did a great game. So ref, uh, f absolutely. Um, and then let's talk about this in general as well. Second half, we 
are up three to nothing. We cannot be giving up three goals to a team like this. And like, I mean, I mean, thank God we kept scoring goals and they kept raining down. Otherwise this game could have easily been a tie, which would have been just an awful showing after going up three of. So I hated that. I think one of their first goals here was in the 59th kind of a clumsy challenge from, from here that led to the PK. Again, I need probably to go back and look at that. We'll throw up a story or a tweet yeah. um, and rewatch that. But and then on the 67th, there was a missed call on a dinner in uh, for a chip for a PK. So I think that that is also one thing that we already talked about with the ref that could have been cleaned up a little bit more. Um, and then also in the 71st, we have a little bit of a defensive lap between the boys and they send a shot over the bar, but that stuff needs to be cleaned up now. And uh, yes, we still have 10 games, but we cannot be doing this in the playoffs. If our season ends, on like a 91st minute goal. Oh my God. I will cry. <laughs> I will too, man. I, I will sob. I mean, we, we've been ringing the alarm bells for a while. Um, 87th minute, they get their second. And I watched this one back over again for us. And it felt like we got sucked into the middle of the field, didn't have much width to us. And they got the ball out wide and then in behind. And they cut back to none other than St. Louis's own Dismet Jesuit High School, Will Bruin. Uh, and he finds, I think, what was his first goal of the season, if I'm not mistaken, but some valuable minutes for him getting a full half under his belt after not getting too many of those minutes so far this season for them. But guy pays it off, man. I mean, he's one of them. You know, what do you say, Justin? I think in the top five or top six active leading goal scorers in the MLS, like yeah. that's that's a guy that just knows how to play the game here and, and has been a master for a long time. I mean, what a great moment for him as well. Like, I'm sure he would love to be playing for St. Louis. Like, basically, I mean, he's one of the first guys that I can remember, like, that we actually had a connection to playing in the yeah. MLS. And that I really like to see um, that he got a goal there. But, I mean, I also hate that we gave up that goal. Yeah, so, I agree. that kind of upset me. Um, but then also, the last one, the 90th plus first combination play on the right. Juicy dribbles into the middle for a rip, blocked, a little fluky. And it lands to an Austin attacker at space, slots one home near post. Hebert maybe could have been a little bit tighter there, but I think the whole thing there just in general is we can't be giving up chances after the 90th minute. Yeah, I, man, I, I would agree. And so we're going to kind of get down to what I kind of think in general from this. First of all, moment of the game for me was the Nico goal at the, at the end of the first half. I feel like had we gone in 1-0 to that half, I think it might have changed the game potentially. So uh, I think that was awesome. Good finish by him. But generally for me, last night was ruthless. We talk about lacking that uh, from time to time, and I feel like in spurts with this team. But, man, they were ruthless last night in front of goal. Uh, open play and set pieces. Uh, and open play was the issue coming into League's Cup and post-League's Cup. You know, could we get goals from open play? And we got a lot of them last night. It was our first time uh, with six goals this season. It was our 10th game with over three goals. And that's only been done twice before by expansion teams in their inaugural season. So Chicago, I believe in 98 and LAFC um, when they came into the league. And the fun fact here, Justin, it was our, also our first time giving up two plus goals and still winning. I guess the best form of defense could be just a firepower offense if you have to. Which is not something I want to be relying on, but kind of an exciting little stat here, Jake, that I am going to add in is that we now lead the MLS in goals. Goals for Yep. That's right. So we, have, we have 49. The next team um, that will be right behind us is Columbus with 48. So that is pretty exciting to think about when we talk about just an expansion club and a guys of, oh, no one knows any of these guys. And we're throwing people on the field like these guys are playing well. We only created three big chances, which really does show, though, how ruthless we were in yeah. our finishing. And like yeah. we didn't even have a big chance and we just still put it away. So I'd love to see that. 
And the last couple firsts I have for y'all is our first game with multiple players scoring multiple goals. So Nico and Adenaran last night. Nico should have had three. Uh, and then it was the first time a player had three assists in an MLS match for us. So Leuven had three assists last night. All By the way, all these stats are from Ryan Grass on X, uh, formerly Twitter. Um, Ryan, great job with the stats, man. Just some excellent polls here. Um, you definitely catching our attention here but also some debuts last night it was great to see the new guys um we saw thorson come on and i think you saw moments from him where you, he has this breakaway speed and that really can help us in transition like think about if stroud had just lightning quick speed like how much of an asset that would be or like how we see with like celio uh, and then Nilsson came on, came on last night. Obviously, kind of a shaky or dicey part of the game to come into, but good to see him make his formal debut with our first team. Uh, I'm super glad to have him. I do think we were talking, Justin, this might be a guy that just slots right in next Saturday. I, I could see him starting up immediately. Oh, absolutely. And, I, I, and we're now having this good problem again where who are we going to start with this? Like, I, unfortunately, I think Josh will be out um, on this yeah. one when we put Nilsson back there. But we'll see how the week goes and yeah. kind of how that progresses. But I mean, just to make sure of that, there was from just a general, I know we just talked about a little, lot of low lights. Generally, that game last, last night was, I gave me so much conf- confidence in these guys. Like seeing how quickly Thorson fit in with the team and what they posted on social media and how well he played, I'm excited for this, these guys going forward. I am too. I am too. And last thing before we get on with the show is we talked about the leaky defense and conceding those two, especially late goals, is definitely an eyesore on this win. But I captured a couple of good quotes from last night that helped contextualize it for me. So Tim Parker was on on record saying, I think we have to be better on the ball and better at managing moments of the game. We can put the team away by just keeping the ball away from them and letting them do the chasing. It was a hot day. Instead, we're the ones doing the chasing, and it leads to a lot of guys getting really tired. Cornell also alluded to this concentration levels and the drop there when you have extreme heat and fatigue setting in. And I, that feels like a stretch. I mean, like, of course, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be great when it's really hot outside, but we should not be very fatigued outside of the heat. I mean, at this point we we've been rested now. I like Parker's answer kind of taking responsibility because I agree. They need to manage those moments because look at our goals against every third goal that goes, that goes in against us is in the 81st to 90th minute. That's ridiculous. And you look, you, you zoom out a little bit, and over three fourths of the goals scored against us are scored in that last 30 minutes. So, like, you've that we have a weird if you break the game into thirds, that final third is always pretty nasty for, for us defensively. I think offensively, we let ourselves off the hook sometimes, but defensively has got to be cleaned up in the final 30. It absolutely needs to. And I, 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 I will cry if that's how our season ends, if we give up a goal in the final, like even 10 minutes. And it's just one of those things. And yes, it's exhausting. And we can, we can do, we can allow this to happen when we're up by that many goals, but it doesn't mean that we should, which is frustrating to me. And that's something that I really hope that they kind of focus on um, this week and going forward. So I'm going to do a couple quick plugs, Jake, yeah. while I will let you think about how yep. you want to give away this gift card because mm-hmm. no one, Guess that there would be nine goals scored in the game last night. And we I had a couple eights. Did we actually? Yeah. I I feel like I, I saw a ton of fours and fives, which I was like, yeah, everybody knows this game's going over, but nine was absurd. But before we get there, I'm going to run these plugs out here. YouTube, if you're on here now, click that like button, click that subscribe button so you don't have to see me post a late Instagram story that we're going live because I am always behind. Jake is throwing a tweet out. Get out there. Give us a review on the podcast. If you do Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Give us a quick review. It helps us out, which is what we're trying to do is just grow here. Um, 
Shout out to Series 6. You can get 15% off in-store or online. Series6company.com. Use the code BALLWATCHING. Shout out to the pitch for doing an incredible job again last night. Shout out Kelly Gattacato. She's back. She kills it every time. And just phenomenal service. It's a bumping every time. We love that place. I will be there for even when the city stuff ends. Blues, Cardinals, Mizzou, anything else, slew basketball. That will be my place to go, NFL. And then shout out to Soul Juice. We will – I know a couple of you guys probably saw this there. We got a little merch from – our buddy Luis, he will be finding out some big news this week that we'll be sharing. We'll be doing an interview with him. But for right now, online orders at souljuice.com, 20% off using the code ball watching. What are you smiling at? You got a great comment and you too. Got yeah. got to punch the I mean, you got this is some kudos, Justin. You got to appreciate it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Game all right. respects game. Hey, yeah. so everyone here right now, and if you're watching this later on, we, like Justin said, no one won the gift card giveaway last night, which was predict the total amount of goals that will be scored by both teams in the match. And it was nine. And no one guessed nine, which is absurd. Uh, so we are going to actually give it away on this video. So if you're watching this, go ahead, go down to the comments. And before you go to the comments, though, go ahead and hit that like on, on your way down. And then when you get to the comments, drop in the name of your favorite city player and tell us why. And we are going to look through all the comments and we're going to pick our favorite one. Uh, and that person will get the $50 gift card to the pitch, which takes you a long way. So go down there, go to the comments, favorite city player, tell us why and have some fun with it. We're going to, we're going to try to be entertained here. I don't know how we're going to judge it yet, Justin, but we're going to pick the best one and give that person $50. Jake, let's put a timeline on it. Uh, 24 hours. You got to be in there by 8 PM on August 22nd. I'm putting the date out there just for anybody that's listening tomorrow morning or later on. But yeah, you have some fun out there. Make it, If you make me laugh, there's a good chance you'll win. So put something kind of silly in there. Uh, if, Jake, you're alive, say, if you're awesome. live in here right now, we'll count this as well. You want to drop yeah. it here because you know, they, they aren't necessarily yeah. comments. We'll get them. Yep. So if you, anybody's in the chat, we'll take a screenshot and we'll add that in there as well. Um, one thing I will say, Jake, with the $50 of the pips, that goes a very long way now. Yep. They're doing bucket deals mm. for some of these games that are $18. Or frozen Irish coffees are only five dollars. Beer mosas too. I mean, like everything. Mimosas, everything. But the frozen Irish coffees for five dollars. We should have a challenge, Jake, and go there and see how many I can drink in a day. Yeah, I, I I'd put money in. I would do. I think I could do ten. I think so, you could absolutely do ten. We we should make that a challenge. It would be like eighteen thousand calories, but we'll try it. That's all right. Um. All right. Let's get into it real quick. Let's get back into the meaty of the podcast. Talking about player ratings, Jake, starting in the back with Roman Berkey. I know FootMob has him as a 7-4 here. I would give him a solid B+. Plus. I yeah. think on a couple of those that, like, we gave, we gave up three goals, but it's not all on him. So, I think I think he did fine. What are your thoughts? Good B. I like that. Made some excellent saves. Couldn't do much about the goals. You kind of left out to dry. Yeah. But when you're getting three put past you, you kind of got to, like, at least make one of those, I feel like. So, that, that's why you knock him down a little bit there. Uh, but overall, I'd say solid game from him. Could have been worse. Um, Tim Parker had an excellent night last night, capped off by his goal. Um, I thought Akil Watts also played pretty okay on the right. Um, Yarrow, not as good as Parker last night. There's a couple moments I feel like he got caught out in the wrong position or got spun or turned, um, but, but okay overall. I was a little concerned about Kyle Hebert's play last night. He... I feel like is that guy that shifts into their back three and plays on the left. And when they play kind of a five across the back, when they're um, either in possession, out of possession, it changes sometimes. He, I feel like was somewhere in the vicinity of almost all three goals. And I'm not blaming them on him at all, but 
it felt like a suspect performance a little bit last night. Yeah, I would agree. I think the back line did an average job. We go across the board. I'm going to go with a B minus um, yep. as a whole, with the Parker being the standout there. Yep. We go up into the midfield. I mean, Leuven, A plus 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 plus. I don't even care what how you want to talk. Oh my about god. It. We look we look at the rest of the guys, but I will say on the other side, Blum. I'll give him for no, and I will say he, he did fine. But knowing how well Blum can play, I would call last night a C plus for him, and I think he would agree with that. Maybe in a flat C. Yeah. When you look at Rasmussen, I think he did well getting up and down the right and left side, and then you got Stroud on the left as well. I was I would give both of those guys just like a flat, maybe a flat B, maybe a B. Yeah. Just no, I think that's fair. I think like that's fair. I, don't, I feel like they didn't do a ton there, which they didn't need to. It's because we had so many other highlights, but I'd give them like a B. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think Aziel Jackson, for me, I think that's because those guys were flying. Like Leuven orchestrated the entire game last night up and back. And then a guy like Jackson, if you just took his first half, I would maybe even give him a C. He was nowhere to be seen. And then in that second half, he came to life, man, just sprang into it. A lot of our offense, you know, churned right through him. He was the traffic uh, cop just just dictating traffic it was amazing to watch him do that and he had an assist he had a goal uh no he did not have the goal he should have scored a goal but he did just kind of pull the strings which it's great to see for a young guy like that and then joaquini had a heck of a night man he just looked composed on the ball got two finishes two solid efforts in obviously a lot of off the ball work as well so I, i'm giving both those guys an a uh on on, on my night I absolutely agree. I think, I mean, anybody on the top line is getting an A. And sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little lost. I'm cracking up at these comments. People are flying in here with this. His, <laughs> this one, dude, Ostrock looks like he constantly just woke up. Love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been chuckling reading through these. So we love this. Thank you guys for adding these in. And you will be uh, entered to receive that. But I was looking at this. So Nico now has 10 goals, which is Yeah, awesome. dude. Dude, Mukhtar only has 13. Yeah. Are we, told, are we sprinkling a little on Nico to win? Uh, I don't know, dude? man. I, mean, I, don't probably, know. I still think it's a better bet than the messy one. The messy one is just, it's so, yeah, so hard crazy. for him to make up. But a dinner and having five goals, I mean, I, I I wish I had looked at these stats a little more. I feel like he's only played like a total of yeah maybe a, not even a thousand minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's huge for us um, and that we're kind of showing it all around. Predictions in Graham review. Jake, you predicted a 3-2 dub. Good job. I predicted a 3-1 dub. We'll take it. I'm close enough. Bets. I absolutely cleaned up last night. I think I know you did, but I did the city money line mm-hmm. and then I did the over one and a half. And then I took a s- couple sprinkles on yours. Mention those out. Give yourself a shout oh, out. Yeah. money. What do you got? So I realized that I said both teams to score here. And I realized I must've been looking at the wrong line because both teams was pretty juicy. It was not great odds at all. And it was not what I put on there. So I think I messed it up. So what I ended up doing was I took both teams to score. No draw. Uh, so that was a little dicey at times with how things were trending, but yeah, I, that one hit, I bet the classic money line over one and a half team total for city, uh, which obviously cash very, very early on pretty much. And then I also took the second half money line. Thanks in courtesy to Sam Adinaran's last second goal to make it six. Otherwise we would have lost or tied that half. And I would have, I would have lost. So I went three for three last night. It was a nice green night. Um, brought home a little extra dough and obviously a smile on my face for a great win. And one of those things that I will be sharing now, Jake, is uh, talking about our magic number. I know you put a, t- a tweet out. You got to yeah. not tweet these things till you talk to me, buddy. I know math is hard. I know. Just make sure uh-huh. you, you run it by me before we get up there. Um, <laughs> so how do we take this banner down, Jake? I got you it. it. You got it. All right. So magic number now. 
We have 44 points, 10 games left. Our magic number to get round one home field advantage, so the number four, the fourth spot would lock us in for that. We we only need seven points. And the, these numbers will be ever-changing because teams are winning and losing. The magic number to get into the first round, but without home field advantage, so that would be the seventh spot. It's only three points away now. And unfortunately, we did not for sure clinch the wild card. I think we're going to be fine with 44 points already. But now, with how everybody else has been progressing, we need two points. So, yes, it's probably confusing on how this math is working. And I'm going to look at it a little bit more this week and have a little bit of a clear explanation on why. But it's all about how other teams are doing below us. And if they're still progressing and teams are going to shoot up the leaderboard, these numbers could kind of move a little bit. But either way, guys, 10 games, 7 points. If we get into the 50s, I think we are going to very easily have round one. I think it's it, it's round one, a hundred percent. If we get into this, into the hundred percent round one, I think if we get above fifty, I mean, this would be fifty-one points. We would have home field advantage. Yeah. I think if we get 50, 50 points, we I think we might get home field advantage as it is. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I think we that that should be the bar at the very least for sure. Um, so let's round this out, Justin, uh, where do we go from here? Uh, the most obvious answer to that actually is Disney world this time, because yeah. we are heading down to Orlando this weekend to take on Orlando city, which should be a fun, fun match. So we're just doing a pre-scouting trip on Disney world, um, prior to the one coming up in, in the holidays this year. So, uh, right now city sits seven points clear at the top of the West, uh, uh LAFC and RSL both sitting seven points behind us, LAFC with a game in hand. So that could be cut to four. Potentially we have the second most points in the MLS right now, which is just absurd. Justin, you mentioned the most goals for, uh, we also have the largest goal differential of 19. Uh, and right now this is, this is where I, my heart is just worn by this news today is that we we've heard some murmurings, but it sounds like Carnell is basically the shoe in to be MLS's coach of the year this year, which how could he not be taking this team against these expectations set forth by the pundits and the football and the, and the soccer analysts? These people were crapping on us and look at what we're doing this season. It's incredible. And he has got to be a man to thank for at least partially net success. Yeah. And I think also with him, I, we've talked about it earlier. One of the guys I want to give a shout out to is Tim Parker. He was also getting crapped on in the preseason and a couple of different episodes that we did interviews on other podcasts like this man is old. This man is too slow. He's not good with his feet. He now has four goals, which is two more than in his eight prior seasons combined. This man is getting up and down the field, and I love to see it. He said, you have on here, Carnell and team dedicated this to his new baby boy, which do any day now. So That's that what I was going to talk surprise. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so in, in Austin, you know, he scored the goal, our first ever club goal, and he did the baby celebration, put the thumb in his mouth, and put the ball in his shirt as a little belly. And yeah, his son is due any day now, and he just scored against Austin, so he kind of just closed the loop. Like six months later, and boom, baby is due to come out. A, a mini Tim Parker sounds like a kid I want to see, dude. Like this, this little orange-haired, like bulky kid. It sounds hilarious. Dude, he's going to come out looking like uh, uh, from The Incredibles, that syndrome guy. He's yes. already going to have like a foot-long redhead and like a, like a half little mohawk going on. It's, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be amazing. Uh, that's really all it was, man. I Leuven said it was torture, but you got to suffer a little bit to uh, till the end to win that game. And I think that's just what we did. And I, I would concur with that. So uh, a little bit of suffering went a long way last night for us. And City is back off to a nice start. Uh, for the final run of now 10 games in our MLS campaign for our inaugural season. So 
excited <laughs> to to be with you all again for this recap. We're getting some great comments again down below. Just a reminder, make sure if you're listening to this right now or on Tuesday morning, late up Tuesday night, go down and comment your favorite city player on this video as well as why. And Justin and I are going to pick the best comment. So final plug for that. Justin, any parting words before we close it out today? I shouldn't have said if you make me laugh, you're probably going to win because I've been cracking up at all of these. This is going to be hilarious. I can't wait to try to decide it. But no, uh, thank you guys. I will say shout out to everybody that shouted out to us when we were at the pitch or at the game. Oh, we love seeing you right. guys as well. Jonathan. Yes. Shout out to Jonathan. Uh, that was dope seeing you. Definitely anyone that seizes the pitch. That's where we always are pregame, even some postgame as well. So come by and say hi. We love meeting you all. Thank you all for being great listeners. Looking forward to the comments. Going to be a fun little competition here. And we will check back in with you all in a couple of days here for a preview. Everyone take care. All for city. Yeah.